This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. Barkcast deals with just about everything dog-related. Dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog, dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week, your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club, and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi Russell, how are you? I'm doing very well mate, thanks for asking. Excellent. Right, so this week we've had a few emails coming in and one of the emails um, I want to ask you about, I'll rephrase it slightly, Um, apparently my dog keeps taking a a toilet in the house, Um, he knows he shouldn't do it because he always looks guilty about it, but how do I stop him from doing it? Right, okay, let, um, let me start that. Okay, so there's three things. One is he's making a mess in the house. Two, always looking guilty. And three, how do we stop him doing it? Okay, let's start with the second part. Let's, we're going to do this completely out of order. In terms of he's always guilty, he knows he's done wrong, I'm going to flat out call that and say that's not actually the case. So what we tend to see is a reaction from our dog reacting to us. So picture the scene. You've just walked into the house. Uh, Your dog comes running over to you to say hello. And there's a poop in the corner or they've they've chewed something on it. They've, They've done something they clearly shouldn't have done. Our reaction tends to go from a normal, hey, happy, yay, great to see you, puppy, to, oh, my God, look at the mess. What have you done? So our body language changes very drastically. The dog is simply reacting to that. In a normal picture, you would walk in the door, I would run up to you, happy, waggy tail, and everything's fine. But now I'm looking at you, and you kind of look a bit weird, angry, this doesn't look good. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make sure you're aware that I'm no threat. It's, hey, I don't know what the problem is. It's nothing to do with me. And that's when you start to see the, the head being sort of slinking down and the tail ducking under. Sometimes the dog will even roll on their back and completely submit, paws in the air, just looking away, looking around. You know, hey, nothing to do with me. I don't know what the problem is. So, and we immediately register that as they know they've done wrong, they're guilty. They don't. They haven't made that connection. Okay? So it's really important that you understand that because they're not, saying, hey, yeah, I'm my bad, I, I won't do this again. So the next couple of things are, he keeps making a mess in the house, and then how do we stop him doing it? So the, the simple answer is, well, we need to start training and putting a, a procedure in place. If you've got a, did we know from the email how old the dog is? Uh, no. Doesn't say? I'm okay. not, no. Right, okay, so I'm going to assume it's a puppy. Um, invariably, a lot of house training problems start with puppies. Um, but this will apply to any dog. And even if you've just rescued a, a slightly older dog or even just acquired an older dog and are having house training issues, the, the, the same process will apply. Because obviously a new house is just a new area. It doesn't necessarily mean to the dog that, oh, okay, I understand this is a house and this is the outside. It doesn't work quite so much for them in that way. So in terms of 
making a mess in the house, and again, let's assume for argument's sake we're dealing with a puppy. Puppies pee a lot. Depending on the size of the actual breed, um, you might find like every hour, every two hours, they seem to be going for a pee. So it is fairly regular. Depending on their feed schedule, they're going to poop two to four times a day, depending on how often you're feeding them, how much and what have you. So knowing that, it now becomes onus on us, the supposedly intelligent species in the mix, to start putting this on a schedule. So for example, we wake up at seven in the morning, puppy wakes up, first thing I'm going to do is go outside with the dog. Puppy goes for a pee, hang around for a while, maybe goes for a number two, bring them back in, might give them some food. If they've been eating, they're going to want to go back out and do their business. If they have a nap during the day, and then, then they wake up, they're going to want to go out and do a pee. If they've been running, hang on, if they've been running around drinking, uh, sorry, running around playing, if they've been having a drink, after any of these times, they're going to need to go out for a pee. Shoot. <laughs> Generally speaking, the digestive system works, and this is for humans, where you eat something and then they reckon 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, you've digested it. And then obviously there's a process to then get rid of the waste. Now, mm-hmm. is this in the similar, because you, you just said, so the dog eats and then you immediately take him outside to do his business. Is there a, you know, a, I know all dogs are different, but is there a time scale? Um, in terms of sort of hours and minutes, it's going to vary from dog to dog. So, um, but generally speaking, if the key point for me is just use those times as a, as a marker for yourself. So I've just fed the dog. It's, Eight, eight o'clock in the morning, I've just given the dog breakfast. Rather than just carrying on with your day, understand that very, very soon, your puppy's going to need to go. So for me, I would wait a couple of minutes, let them finish, put them back on leash and take them outside. And I'll hang out with them outside for a little while um, until they do something. And the, the, the common mistake people make is, well, there's two of them. One is they just open the door, put the dog outside, close the door, and now we carry on doing what we're doing. And I very often hear that I left the dog outside. He was out for about an hour. And as soon as I let him come back in, he pees or worse. So, A, if you just let him go out on his own, you've no idea what he's done or not done, as, this, as the case may be. So for me, I will put my dog on leash and I will walk out to a certain area in the garden where I want them to go. And I'm just going to wait in that one. Rather than inspecting every single blade of grass, we're just going to hang in this one area. And at some point, the puppy's going to be like, I got to go, I got to go, oh, I'm gone. And as soon as he does something, A, we know the exact moment he's done it, so I can reward it. Yes, good puppy, well done, have a treat, have a fuss, because you did a poop in the right place. I can also then say, well, hey, it's you know, five minutes past eight, he's been for a pee, he's been for a poop, I know he's empty, we can come inside and we know that, hey, I'm not going to have another drama, probably until you know, maybe, what was that, five past eight, maybe half past nine. Give or take. You're, you're making this sound extremely easy. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, surely the dog doesn't know when it needs to go. And I don't know sometimes when I need to go. <laughs> it's probably not the right conversation to have. But you know what I mean? Well, uh, like kids would be a better one, right? Yeah, so okay. Just, so, hence so, so if I put my son on the toilet and said, right, it's five past eight. You've just had yeah. breakfast. Go. Yeah. So and no, I wait there. But do you see what I mean? I it's, do. It's, it's, I can't force... But I would also Squeezing, argue, yeah. you know, so how <laughs> would, does it work? I would also argue, and again, I haven't had kids and you have, so you can tell me, but I would hazard a guess that as they were growing up, um, you would start to get a bit more of a read that, yeah, I think 
I think they need to do something um, as opposed to, you know, they're just happy sort of running around. You do kind of get a read on it. And you'll also suddenly see, and the more time, again, we were talking about having a puppy, the more time you spend with them, you'll start to get a read on, are they just having a walk around the house and sniffing stuff to investigate? Or no, that looks like a, a circly sniffy, I need to pee sort of routine. In the same way when, you know, the more time you spend with your dogs and they bark in different ways, they have different types and pictures of their bark, and you seem to know what those mean and, and what they relate to. It's the same kind of thing. The important part is, you've got to focus. You have to pay attention to the dog. You can't just expect them to naturally know, oh, I'm supposed to go outside into the garden. If you just allow the dog to be a dog, you're opening yourself up to a whole world of hurt because they're going to make mistakes. And as we started with, if you're thinking that they're guilty, they're clearly not. So they're not learning the right things. They're just learning the wrong things. Um, And if you start punishing your dog for messes in the house after the fact, you're just teaching them that you, me, and poop in the same area is a bad idea. So maybe I should go behind the sofa or under that table where you won't see it. I'll wait until you're out the room and then I'll do it because when you're in the room, it's a problem. And then one day you're out on, a, on the leash for a walk and the dog's like, I'm not going to go for a poop. I get into trouble when there's you, me, and poop in the same area. So then they wait until we get to go back inside and you've gone off somewhere and then we have a problem. So... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I guess the old school way of rubbing the dog's nose in it. No, I mean, I, I know no. we say yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, when I, that came from years and years and years sure, ago. Sure. And, and I guess that that doesn't, isn't no, the right and, thing and, to and do. No, and again, applying that to anything, you know, obviously uh, learning and stuff and science takes place and we, we, we learn a lot more about, you know, what does and what doesn't work. Um, but no, certainly things like dragging the dog over to it and, you know, you bad dog, this is what you did. Again, doesn't connect the dot. Um, it just makes the you, me, and that in the same room, this area together is a bad deal. So it's they're not making the association, oh, I shouldn't have made that mess there. I should have done that outside. Oh, I get it. Why didn't you say so? Sadly, they can't uh, put those things together. What we can do, though, is just show them that when I go outside and I make a mess outside, it's super rewarding. So that's where I should go. The, the other thing with puppies, um, people tend to carry them. Uh, certainly, if you've got a small breed dog, uh, I'm <laughs> sitting here looking at a Bernese Mountain dog. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, if you've got uh, small puppies, um, what we'll tend to do is just pick them up and run them outside quickly. It sounds really twee, but the benefit of just whipping the leash on quickly and, and walking them or running them out means that they're the ones walking that process. If you carry them, they've never walked from A to B. So, the one day that they're off, they're on the floor, they might not know how to get there. So it's just create a continual pathway from here out that door into the garden. From here out that door into the garden. We do it five, ten times a day. And I get rewarded and engaged with for making a mess out there. And you'll start to see as you're clock watching, wow, it's been an hour and a half. Maybe I should take Puppy out to see if he wants to go for a pee. And in the same way you can teach a dog to sit, lie down, roll over on cue, you can get them to pee on cue because we're doing these same behaviors and rewarding it in the same way. What about diapers or in the UK don't we call do them it. nappies? Don't, <laughs> don't that's do that's it. That's a no. No, that's a, a bit. I mean, it's, oh, wow. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm going to sidestep that one. Just don't do it. It's just, for me, it's just lazy. I mean, obviously, yes, it serves a purpose because if the dog's making a mess, it's, it's in the nappy. Um, but... It's just lazy. It's not teaching the dog anything other than when you just go whenever you want to in whatever scenario. And 
cats have litter trays? Is there a similar things for dogs? Yeah, there are. Um, there's uh, puppy pads uh, are quite uh, popular. So it's basically a scented pad that the dog will direct to to go and hopefully do their mess on it. The problem I have with the pads, um, for me, this is more about your living environment. Now, if you're in a house and you can open a door and you've got easy access to a garden or an outside area, I would strongly advise against using the puppy pads because you're basically saying, yeah, sure, it's okay to make a mess on my floor. Better pick up the pads, get rid of those, and just work on a schedule of getting the dog out every 90 minutes, two hours, um, to where they need to go and just create that structure. And in terms of the, uh, the where the pads can come in handy um, and using those sort of plastic trays and what have you is if you're maybe in an apartment or you just don't have an outside area for the dog to go, you can put one of those pads or those trays either on a balcony um, or even in a, a spare bathroom. And again, it's, the process is the same. It's just taking the dog to where you want them to go and rewarding them for going there. And in terms of the, the timing of that, Again, the more time you spend with the dog, you'll, you'll start to get a read. If it's a really hot day and the dog's just being really sluggish and they're asleep on the floor, and I'm like, hey, it's been two hours since he last went for a pee. If he's still asleep, I'll let him sleep. Or if he's just chewing his toy and, just, and he's being calm, well, I'll wait a bit longer because I can at least see what, what's going on. And then if he starts to get up and he's pacing around a little bit, then yeah, okay, I'm going to put him on leash quickly and take him back outside. Versus if we've just been outside and we've been playing inside, he's had a drink, we were playing fetch, we were playing tug, he's going to want to go for a pee pretty quickly after that. So it's just about understanding, you know, A, what we're doing with the dog, what's the dog doing? Um, and like I said at the beginning, just keeping eyes on the prize um, and you'll start to get a gauge as to as and when he needs to go. Cool. I think you've covered that very nicely. I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Thank Russell. Thanks, mate. Cheers. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.